Welcome to episode number 35 of HearthCast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, recorded especially for you on June 7th, 2010, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. In this episode, we're going to talk about pugs or randoms revisited. Mm-hmm. We're also going to do our add-on of the week and Root's auction house tip. It's more of an auction house overview this week, though, but we'll go through it. Let us say a quick shout out to all of our guildmates over on the Whisperwind server. That would include both the the guildies and Titans Warriors and ALF Alf. They like to eat cats. They do. They and do. And say rar. And say rar a lot. Oh, a lot. And say no problem. Do they say no problem? No. A lot? No. Wow. Just rar. Also, some uh, special shout outs going over over to Taverncraft. They have some awesome wild. Uh, steins and some other collectible steins that they do. They're really cool. The artwork is phenomenal. The new ones they're coming out with, simply amazing. I, I want to get more now. These things are just great. And as you know, they live right on top of my desk. And uh, the guy running this outfit actually was jealous of it the other day. He was like picking it up and checking out the, the craftsmanship of it. And he was truly, truly impressed with it. So I was I was stoked on that. Also, another shout-out goes to Swag Dog. Uh, with their awesome WoW gear that they've got, uh, which I'm not sporting tonight, but you know what? I have a funny story about that, and that is, it wasn't it wasn't actually my swag dog gear. It was the Jinx gear that you got me for my birthday. It's the black shirt that says "Home is where your your Hearthstone is." Uh-huh. Well, on the way into to the office, I actually stopped at a uh, 7-Eleven, and you know I was getting the stuff for the office for the morning. You know, I came up to the counter to check out. And the attendant behind the counter was probably a, I'm going to say between late 40s, early 50s um, lady of, and this is going to sound really bad. I don't want to sound like, you know, racist or anything, but she's, it's a stereotypical Indian race that owns a lot of 7-Elevens and tends to work in them. And she kind of looked at me and she goes, she started laughing and kind of giggling to herself. So I thought, well, whatever, she doesn't understand. And she looked at me and she goes, do you play World of Warcraft? So I was like, uh, yeah. She goes, I power leveled my son from 35 all the way to 80. And I was like, really? And she's like, you know, I'm like, wow, okay. So we're like, we're like cool hip buddies now. That's awesome. So yeah, I say hello to her on a regular so your basis. Your shirt makes you new friends. It does. I told her to check out the podcast. And she goes, what the podcast? And I didn't have time. So, so that was it. <laughs> uh, if you want to contribute to the show, you can always do so via our email address, which is contribute at hearthcast.com. You can go check out our website at www.hearthcast.com. You can take the survey that's on our site, which will help us help you make this show that much better. You can always find our show over on iTunes and Wow Wow Podcast, Auction House, Auction House Tips, a whole lot of other things. If you want to contribute to the show via the hotline, as Pibbles and Fox have both done this week, uh, you can do so by calling 321-558-7637. Pibbles and Fox, of course, are in our Titans Warrior Guild over on Whisperwind. And the great mystery will be revealed and I know the answer, and you don't. I don't. I'm just dying over so, here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you think Pibbles is a in real life is played by a male or a female? Kind of sounds like it. Maybe even be like a guy playing a girl character. A guy playing a girl character. Huh. You'll just have to wait and see. I will. So, so um. What is going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft there, Freckles? I've actually been doing a lot. Have you now? I have. You know uh, our guild, uh, Alf. I do know the guild. Uh, they 
got into pretty good rhythm of um, doing Ice Ice Crown 25, ICC 25. Right. Um, starting on a Tuesday night, continuing on a Wednesday. Oh, nice. You're breaking it up over two days. Yeah. That's helpful. Um, so last week I, well, first of all, I got this new dagger. It's called the Frozen Bone Spike. Ooh. Got that from Lord Maragar. It is awesome looking. That sounds exciting. I want to see what it looks it like. It was exciting. Um, and also we downed, or I downed Fester Gut for the first time. I, mean, I didn't down it. It was my first time. You soloed him, admit it. <laughs> Not that cool like that that rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Downing Patrick in five hours. Um, no, but it was my first time, and um, there are all these spores going around everywhere. Right. Well, I say right as if I've been there. Well, it's a, it's kind of a weird fight. Um the spores, like, they're not something you can target. They're just something you appear, and apparently they give you some sort of uh, immunization from damage. So, like, when you see one, everybody has to run toward it. Okay. But when there's not a spore, you have to spread out. So you have to have your range check up. Have you ever done that before, done a range check? No, I don't think you I You do have. slash range, and then, like, let's say 10, and you do 10 yards. Okay. And it will pop up this little box, and it will tell you everyone that's in within... Everyone that is within 10 yards of you. Or including mobs or just friendlies? Uh, I believe it's friendlies. Okay. I'm not sure. I haven't done it outside of a raid. I haven't done it at all. Um, but you actually have to do that in a few of the raids in Ice Crown. Hey. You have to make sure you're not too close to people or else you kill them. That would be bad. That would be bad. I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. Any good people. Yeah. Oh, and also my other big, I guess, kind of accomplishment of the week. Well, you were there with me um, when I made a, a VOA. Ten by yeah. myself. You you that was you were a me. raid leader. I was a raid leader. I got some advice from Guild as far as how to make up the group. You know, they right. said they said you need two tanks and three heals, so got that together. And know. then you were a master looter. I was, and that was the new part to me because I, if there have been a few times when we've uh, done the weekly raids that True. I've. Helped put one together and then said to someone else, okay, you, but you be the leader because I don't want to do that. Right. Um, so it's a new experience. And what do you think? You want to, Are you ready to do this experience again to be a raid leader and a master looter? I would do it again, although I think next time I would still leave it on um, rolling the need versus greed. Okay. Because that way if someone's an enchanter, you can... You can disenchant. Roll disenchanting yeah. at your thing because... Well, go over for our listeners the order because this is something that I was mistaken on. What's the order of preference versus need, greed, disenchant? Like, what takes, what is higher priority to the system? Oh, need is the highest. Okay. And then after that, greed and disenchant are on the same level. So greed and disenchant, you can roll greed or disenchant and, and it takes it with the same weight, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm rolling against you for something, we both roll, but then depending on like, if you win, if you rolled greed, you get the item. If I win and I roll disenchant, I get the disenchanted materials. Unless I rolled a need, in which case... Right, exactly. All, yeah. exactly. That's cool. Okay, that's good. See, I was I always thought it went, like, different. I thought it was, like, need, then greed, and then disenchant was, like, on the third level, but... I think uh, Cannonface was saying that it started out like that, and oh. they decided they didn't want to do that. Well, it makes sense. It does make sense. So, what have you been doing? I've been running crazy random, crazy random, crazy random uh, dungeons. I was gonna say I don't know. I almost said dragons. <laughs> um, crazy, 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 and in doing so, I've been wearing different tabards, and so I've been like getting like crazy mad rep. Awesome. Which uh, I don't remember if I told you I got my red dragon 
from uh, the, temp- the Wormrest Temple, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I got the hookup on that. And uh, it looks just like the amber one, except it's a different color. So I was slightly disappointed. But otherwise, it, it's cool because I go by some and go, well, my dragon's red. So there. You really say that? I do. Or is it just kind of implied? No, I say it. You say I it? I do slash say my dragon's red. <laughs> so there. <laughs> and uh, I realized, you know, there, there are certain um, achievements that I'm so close to getting. Like, I'm about to get another one where, I, I, you know, I've gotten exalted with, like, five races, I think, now. So I got some kind of achievement for that. And then I got, I think I've got one more race, or two more to go before I've gotten everybody northward. And it didn't, used to not matter to me, all those, like, but now I just want to get it. Just, what about Calibac? Are you getting exalted in the I got them a long time, time ago. That was the first one I got because I wanted a fishing pole. Oh, that's right. So, and then, speaking of that, you know, it's one of those stupid things. I, I haven't fished in forever. I'm like, I should do some fishing while because I was waiting to get into my crazy randoms. Mm-hmm. And so I was fishing, and I fished into a pool, and I got the old gnome in the sea, which is like a really early on, <laughs> you know, achievement. Successfully get one fish from a pool. Yeah, from a school. From a school. Yeah, so, you know, there's crazy stuff going on like that. That's but I've hilarious. run, I don't know, you name it, I've run it. I've gotten, now I have my pug. So put it that way. I've got my you little have your dog. perky pug. I've got my perky pug. That means I, I run over a hundred randoms, and I used no, to not do it at all. No, that's not what that means. What's it, uh, what's it mean? It means you grouped with a hundred unique players. Oh. Well, even better. Like at least twenty-five. Well, I've I know I've run at least hundred <laughs> because I checked on the stats and it said I've run one hundred and forty-one randoms. Oh, okay. So, so in in running all these randoms, all the dungeons I've run, uh, outside of getting like spouse aggro, and actually son aggro, if that's a type of aggro, child aggro. Child, yeah. My <laughs> my son's like, Dad, um, I need help with my with my water bottle rocket project. And so I was like, okay, well, you do this and this and this and this. And then, and then I was back running a random. Oh, yeah. I remember you're like, oh, yeah, I got to go help uh, my son with the thing. I was like, oh, I got to go. He's like, no, no, I'll be right back. And you're gone for like two minutes. I'm like, do this. Just tape it up. Throw some duct tape on there. Be fine. You're, oh, just whatever. <laughs> so, but you know what? I, I did tell the family that, hey, I'm trying, you know, y'all kick back because I'm doing this thing. But. What does that mean? It means leave me alone because I'm playing World of Warcraft <laughs> for the weekend. But in retrospect, I have over over doubled my amount of spell power because of the gear that I've gotten. Actually, I had some crazy amount of, of uh, frost emblems built up, and I thought, I should probably go see what I can buy for these things. Yeah. And so I was actually talking to you about a different thing, about the emblems of triumph, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm going to go check it out. So I went into Dalaran, and I checked, and I was like, you know what? Man, and I, I like did I upgraded my headgear, my shoulders, my wand, um, and then I was in a and one of the randoms I got a really cool dagger, and I needed on it because it was a uber. I mean, it was a heck of a dagger with with like heck of a spell power and everything. It was just a great dagger, and so I needed on it, and the guy kicked me out of the group. That's a shame. I was fine. I got what I wanted. I rolled on. <laughs> I said, no worries. I hit I, and I'm gone again. And then I told you about this. I was in. Um, Nexus, running around, you know, they got all the dragon people in Nexus, right? And they're skinnable, and Roots of Skinner. And so, like, after after every drop, or after, or after every kill, rather, well, not every, but a lot of them, I was skinning. And so, like, the and it dropped an Arctic fur. I'm like, how oh, sweet, Arctic fur. And then the dungeon leader, he was like, hey, we need to roll on that. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm the raid leader. He actually called himself a raid leader. <laughs> 
I'm the raid leader. We need to roll on that Arctic fur. It's a blue drop. And like everybody, you know, one of the, everybody else is like, "What are you talking about, man?" It's like that's his profession. That's his reward. You know, if you want a skin, go get a skinner, and then you can get an Arctic fur that drops. And so he kind of, you know, he was pushing. He's like, "You can either leave or you can roll. We can all roll on everybody." And everybody else is like, "You, you're an idiot." <laughs> you know. He got it. It's his. Where nobody else is rolling on it. Your roll doesn't mean squat. And he's like, I'm the raid leader. This isn't a raid. This is a dungeon. And no, we're not rolling on it. And then another one dropped a couple minutes later. And they're like, don't even talk about it. <laughs> so, well, you know what's funny about that, too, is I realized after the fact that you can't even roll on right, it. Right. You can't. You can't. I Unless mean, you're on my same server. I couldn't give it to you. Right. I mean, the whole thing of items being, uh, you know, you have that two-hour window where you can trade. Right. That's only for items that drop off the box. Correct. That's right. So that was that was ironic. But I mean all I've got left now um that isn't an epic is uh I think my chest and my feet and something else. There's like two two or three things are are, are left. Do you mean like purple or do you mean item level thirteen? Uh, or 213. At least 213. At least 219 okay. is what I'm going for. Oh, okay. Because there's an achievement once you get... Right, at least everything 219. 213. I thought it was 219. I thought it was 213. It might be, but I'm going for 219. But uh, and you know what's what's funny is I'm, I'm kind of going to be sad because I'm, I'm holding on to a green trinket. Because I love the green trinket. And what I'm holding on to is called a thunder capacitor. And what the thunder capacitor does, I'm just going to read this... It's a it's an item level like 146, but when you equip it or you have it on you, you gain a thunder charge each time you cause a damaging spell critical strike. So each time one of my spells hits critical, I get a charge. And when I reach four thunder charges, it releases, it fires a lightning bolt for 1,080, 1,181 to 1,371 damage. So it like out of nowhere, I just zap. It kind of like the force lightning comes out of my fingers. And the, when people are actually paying attention, they're like, wait, who did that? <laughs> and then I'm like, I did. They're like, how did you do that? You know, you know, Warlock has, what is that? I'm like, that's a thunder charge. <laughs> like, what oh, are you talking about? Funny. And so I, I link it. So that's, that's the only thing. And, of course, when you look at it, what's really interesting, and this is a little bit of lore for you, it tells you uh, in the item description that it is new and improved. Now, what it's talking about is the older design of the, lic- uh, the lightning capacitor which dropped in uh, Karazhan. And with the lightning capacitor, you gain electrical charge each time you cause a damaging critical sp- uh, spell. When you reach three electrical charges, it releases, and it fires a lightning bolt for 694 to 806. So this is just a, uh, an upgrade from that, so you need four, and it does more damage. So it's it's pretty cool, and I like it. So that's what I've been doing, just randoms, crazy, crazy randoms. Crazy randoms. I'm trying to get you to do uh, the weeklies, too. i got to start doing them. Yeah. I gotta start doing. VOA ten twenty five. Well, I did the ten and twenty five with you, and I liked that. That was kind of cool. Except I kept dying in the in the twenty five. Yeah, those yeah. frost frozen orbs are kind of rough. Yeah, Candleface was was sure to tell me that the other morning. He's like, oh, I heard you died a lot. I didn't die every time, but he's like, oh yeah, Frankenfest said you died every time. Like what? Every time. Well, it was only twice. But I didn't die twice. You didn't die twice. No, well, on the I, on the frozen guy I did, but not on the not on the fire guy. Oh, well, I wasn't talking about the fire oh. one. I didn't doubt him at all. Well, no. I was rocking like docking on that one. Rocking docking? No, rocking like docking. Docking's a hard, heavy metal group. 
from like the eighties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not even gonna make a comment. So I got some news from Blizzard here that I think is pretty cool. Uh, Blizzard co-founder Frank Pierce reckons that fighting piracy with DRM is a losing battle. What's DRM? Uh, digital rights management, which is the whole thing about being able to copy software or not, or illegally oh. crack software and everything else. Um, his company, which is responsible for one of the biggest video games of all time, that being World of Warcraft, um, is set to release StarCraft II on July 27th. And Pierce has said that there won't be any kind of crazy copy protection schemes on there. You can copy the game as much as you want. Now, what's going to have to happen is that StarCraft II is going to require a single online activation uses the company, using the company Battle.net uh, servers, uh, after which players will be allowed to play the single-player game on you know, to their heart's content without being forced to have a persistent Internet connection. So all this is doing, they're really, really closing down on Battle.net as far as Blizzard is concerned. They want every form of, of authentication to run through that. Regardless of what game title you have from Blizzard, they want you to go through Battle.net to authenticate yourself uh, in order to play their games. And I think that's fine. I really do. So basically what's going to happen is you're going to get your copy of of StarCraft II, it's going to have a serial number on it. You're going to go to Battle.net, you're going to register, and it's going to go, who are you and what's the, what's the serial number of the, of the game you're registering? And you register the serial number, it's yours. The same thing you already do with uh, with your WoW account. When you get WoW, you do the same thing through Battle.net. So I think this is pretty cool. I like it. You know, that kind of reminds me, um, a little bit out later after we had talked about them being open for the beta testing, mm-hmm. I got an in-game message. Oh, I get those. With the subject, the subject line is Blizzard, and it basically said I had been chosen. How was the grammar in it? Not great. And the spelling? Not great. Yeah, I love those. What do you do about them? Let me ask you, what do you do about Oh, there's actually a button that says report. Oh, well, you got the email in your, in the in-game email? Yeah. Oh, see, I just get the... that was different. I just get the chats, the the message, the private, the tells, the whispers, whatever you want to call them. Those that report, um... As spam? Yeah, you know, and spamming that has a setting so that you cannot get whispered by level ones. Right. But I'm afraid to put that on because I think if someone makes an <laughs> alt and then they try to whisper me, it's going to Yeah, you're, you're them. hosed. Now, yeah, what they've been doing again now, I mean, I've gotten all those, and then now they're starting to do the, hey, invite me. Or or worse than that, you just get this thing that pops up and says, you know, such and such person's invited you to a group. And... And I'm sure there's an add-on that will decline all that because I'm sick of getting those on Fat Wallet. Yeah, there's a setting in there. So I'm, I need to go in and decline those because, uh, you know, they just keep on trying and trying and trying. And, and, and the worst case that, you know, I've already heard that uh, there are other prominent World of Warcraft players who should know better who got their accounts uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are guys that are, are or this is a guy who's, you know, a great voice on podcasts and, and the podcast community, and he should know better, and he got his account compromised. And we're talking, you know, minimal investment with, you know, a Battle.net authenticator or no investment because you could win somebody's off of another podcast like somebody did. Won't mention who. Won't mention who. Or you could just, or, or, or you could, what'd you do? You bought somebody one, and they'd already bought their own, didn't you? Didn't that happen with Sniper? Yeah, it did, but they didn't give back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd already gotten the app for his iPhone, right? I think so. And you got him the the, the keychain dongles. Yeah. Right. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, the, the thing with the keychain dongle, I love, I love mine. My keychain dongle. I love that look on your face, too. And 
and you need it because number one, I mean, it's just it's it's two seconds. That you what's you press the button, you get the number, you log in with your with your number. Nobody else can get your account. No big deal. I use it during the daytime, which we'll talk about coming up. I use it during the daytime to log into uh, Wow Armory and hook up my auction house. You know what my beef is with the Authenticator? What is your beef? I think it needs with the a backlight. It could use a backlight. I will agree with okay, that. Okay, because um, I've been in a lot of situations where you could use a backlight. <laughs> yeah, I like sometimes I play while in the dark. A, a lot of everybody does. And sometimes I get disconnected in the middle of a raid, and I'm trying to like desperately mm. sign back in. I can't see. I guess they figure if you're in front of a computer screen, you should have a, enough light somewhere. It doesn't work. I, I've I've used my cell phone, <laughs> like shine it on the authenticator. That's, awesome. That's the only way it works. You know, Walmart desk lamp, three bucks. You know what? Flashlight, I don't think that far free. ahead is. Oh, you know what? I think I have a flashlight. It's probably sitting on your desk, isn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on, let me check out some of the emails that we got this week. I think we actually have uh, one that we have, and I'm going to let you let you read that. All right, this is from Torvold on Stone Mall. It says, love the show, and the preparing for raids is great. But I have a tip for those that may have trouble with getting to their vent program, especially for those of us that are Mac users. Ooh, I like it already. There are two ways of getting <laughs> there that shutting down the game. One of the ways is to is through the add-on FUBAR, um, and it's actually called FUBAR underscore full screen foo. It has the ability to window the game with your desktop, giving you access to Ventrilo. Which I like that. The second way is through escape key slash user interface. This will give you the screen that allows you to log off or shut down the game. At the top of the list is a selection called Video. Selecting this gives you a splash screen that gives video control, and one of them is a checkbox that will window the screen of the desktop. Checking the box will give you the ability to accept reply. The result is very close to the same. To go back to the full screen, just remove the checkbox and accept reply and then return to the game. Hope this is helpful. It is. It is very helpful. And again, I quit using FUBAR a long time ago, and I think I probably need to give it another shot. Because there seems to be a lot of things that are... I like my food. Bar. Love my food. So I think, yeah, I may have to give that another shot. Because it seems like a lot of stuff that's useful. And uh may have come a long way in that. So, uh, Torvold, thanks for that information, especially since I am a fellow Mac user. I would really appreciate that because a lot of times, just the other night, as a matter of fact, uh, Freckleface, we had to switch uh, vent servers from one to the other because Dahid had come back and was on another vent server. It was like three nights ago, and you don't remember I this. I remember. I just don't know what it has to do with, with the Mac. Well, because I had I was in windowed mode, and I was able to switch, switch vent servers. Oh, I had to... I had to tab out. Yes, yeah. I just I was in windowed mode already. You made fun of me for using windowed mode. Well, I happened to be in windowed mode at the time. I normally don't use windowed mode. I happened to be in windowed mode at the time, and I was able to go ahead and, and switch vent servers without switch. losing my space in the queue. I think you and I were queued up for something at the time. I didn't lose my space by switching. No, but... I would have, because in the past, I would have had to shut down World of Warcraft and then oh, switch. Oh, right, because you're on a Mac. Yeah. But I get I, it. So I'm, I'm thanking the, uh, Torvald here for the tip and explain that I was in windowed mode before and had, 
You have on your angry eyes. I'm scared. <laughs> my angry eyes. All right. Well, if we had a drum roll, we'd play a drum roll. But I don't have a drum roll, so I'm not going to play a drum. You're roll. not going to hit the table. I'm not going to hit the table. Okay. What I am going to do is is reach over here and hit this other computer though, and go for the uh, voicemail from Pibbles. Hey, Root. Hey, Freckleface. Hey, I got some news. One of you isn't going to like. Pibbles is indeed a guy, because I am Pibbles. Uh, let me get started on where Pibbles came from. Uh, back, the origin of the name Pibbles comes from, well, there was a cartoon show on Comedy, uh, Cartoon Network um, about four or five years ago called Samurai Jack. Uh, in one of the episodes, uh, it featured, um, it took place through, uh, through, oh, let's say, it was done on the basis of Reservoir Dogs, the Quentin Tarantino film. Well, in that film, they were named Mr. Brown, Mr. Black, Mr. Blue, Mr. Orange, and Mr. Pink. And the Samurai Jack episode kind of had the same basis, but instead of Mr. Pink, there was a Mr. Pibbles. I liked that name so much, I had to create a character for it. So what I did was I based how my character is going to look on that name. And the only thing I could come up with was a female blood elf priest named Pibbles. I know. I'm a guy. It's female. Get over it. But uh, everybody loves Pibbles. Pibbles never, has never been kicked out of any sort of rage. She's never been kicked out of insert group. She's a great healer. Uh, you know, I've let people wipe. But who's going to get mad, you know? Who's going to get mad at a guy or a girl named Pibbles? Like, oh, Pibbles, oh, too bad. <laughs> but anyways, I just thought I'd give you a short little nutshell on where the name Pibbles came from. Well, there you go. Uh, I was 100% right, wasn't I? Yeah, you were. What did I say? It's a Girl's character. You were absolutely right. And now we know. Have you never seen Pibbles in game? No, I don't think like right next to him. No. Oh, or her. No. Okay. I don't think I have either. But there you go. Well, because Pebbles is horror, remember? Oh yeah. It's like it would take a lot Blood of coordination off. to yeah get next yeah. get the horde. And they're not it. yeah they're over on uh, that other server. Aren't they? Was on Gorgonash. Yeah, Gorgonash. Yeah. yeah. But that was awesome. <laughs> now, his other uh, call says he got cut off, and he just kind of recasts. We'll give it a quick listen anyhow. Okay. Hey, guys. Pibbles again. I got cut off the first time. So, anyways, just in short, that's where Pibbles came from. Uh, old Samurai Jack. Uh, moving on. Uh, happy belated birthday to you, Root. Uh, it's nice to hear your voice again, and, and Freckle Face. Always a pleasure to hear your voice. I'm glad to hear you guys again. I'm, I've been on hiatus myself at work. And don't feel bad. You're not. You're 39. I'm 36. Hey, there's a lot of older players in the game. Uh, but I think you have to retire at 40, so uh, good luck with that. Uh, anyways, love you guys. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye. He called me old. He totally did. <laughs> After he wished me a happy birthday, then he called me old. Oh, so I don't know about. You got another year. I got another year to have to retire. Apparently, I don't know what that's all about. I have to check into that one. I don't. I don't know. No, we don't because they're, they're, remember we got the father son team, the old guy, and he's like older than me. No, I know. 
I've yeah. seen guild recruitments ask saying they want forty plus players. Is in age guild, wise, yeah, yeah. Age wise, forties. Is yeah. that I'm about to move on to the old person guild? Yeah, you might have to. Uh, it's probably called like Sunny Oaks, <laughs> Sunny Side, <laughs> Sunny Side Oak, or something like <laughs> Calm Waters Guild. <laughs> 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 We're strictly non PvP. <laughs> and instead of like mana they, they, they pass out geritol. And prune juice. And prune juice. <laughs> we want regular players. <laughs> That's oh, messed up. Man, that is messed up. Well we got one more call and it is from Fox. 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 That's how I say it. How do you say it? Fox. Fox. I think you'll be corrected. Like, I'm a fox. Hey, Root and Freckleface, this is uh, Fox on Whisperwind from the Titans Warriors Guild. And I was curious if you guys would uh, comment or talk about how you feel about uh, Lizard's uh, plan to basically um, segregate content by gear score. By having a phased, uh, phased events or access based on a, a gear score number. And also I wanted to mention another really awesome, uh, World of Warcraft website, which is wow-pro.com or wowpro.com. It's a, a pretty, pretty amazing website for people who are new to the game. Love the podcast. Love the server. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Now, we are going to be devoting the entire episode to gear score and damage meter and everything else. It was supposed to be this one, but we didn't get enough. We didn't get enough input from our from listeners. listeners. So we need more yeah, input. Just like Johnny Five. But also, did you notice he identified himself as from Titans Warriors Whisperwind? I did. Does that sound a little familiar? It does. It does. Why, why should it? Because he's playing with us now. I know he is. I think it's awesome. It is. He's one of our guild mates and one of our listeners, and he mm-hmm. actually joined our server and our guild mm-hmm. because of the podcast. Yeah, and it's fun because he he's trying to be a healer, which is awesome. Right. Can't have enough healers. You cannot. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's fun to play with players. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you checked out my gear score the other night because I don't even have gear score. And you're like, you're 4,586 or whatever it was. Forty-two, fifty-four. You could have gone with a higher score and made me feel just a little better, but no, no, that's nope. okay. No, you're like four, you're four, fifty-four, or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going to devote an entire podcast to that. So, Fox, if you're not too upset, we're going to do, you know hold off your question until next week. Hopefully, we'll have more you know to contribute to that. Uh, but the bottom line is, um, I hate it. You hate it. I hate it. You hate it? I hate it. Absolutely hate it. And we'll talk about why I think it's absolutely tanking the game in a bad way uh, next week. Next week. Now, our main content for this week, we're going to talk about uh, the Looking for Dungeons, Pugs. We're going to revisit that uh, because I kind of think when it first came out, it really took everybody by surprise and nobody, everybody was just like, this, this is the worst thing ever. And... I'm kind of going to go back to it because it used to be people hated them. Fail groups all day long. You'd get with your friends and you would use LFD to fill in the spaces and pretty much you would hope for the best. And I remember even myself, you know, telling people, hey, you have to 
allow for the mistakes. You, you don't know what you're getting. You don't know how they're going to play. You don't know what their weaknesses are. And so you just have to kind of um, accept the worst that comes your way and just kind of go with it. But I don't think it's so anymore. Um, but before I give you my opinion on to why I don't think that's the way anymore, let's kind of go over some of the basics of the whole LFD system. This is the Dungeon Finder. Uh, it's a looking for dungeon system that Blizzard introduced. It came out in patch 3.3.0. It is used for like five-man dungeons. It's not for raids or groups or anything else like that. Um, it will select players from to form a party from your own battle group. So it's not just your server; it's your entire battle group. Um, so you don't have to have every. You could you know get online and find out that there's only like you know one person online. How you know you? Some freak accident happened. You're the only person on the server, and you could still do LFD, you know, with the I key, and it would hook you up with. Four other people from your battle group. Now, that'll never happen, but that's, you know, an extreme situation. Now, the cool thing is, when you do your first random Lich King normal dungeon, you will get two Emblems of Triumph. After that, you only get money and some XP if you're still looking for XP. If you do your first random Lich King heroic dungeon, you receive two Emblems of Frost. After that, your continued heroic dungeons, you get Emblems of Triumph. And really, if you can handle a heroic, do a heroic is what I say. Um, if you can't, then don't. But I say do them. Um, if you are looking at it at a lower level, for random classic dungeons, you have to be at least level 15 to use the LFD system. For random Burning Crusades, you got to be at least 59. And for the random uh, Heroic Wrath King, or Wrath of Lich King, rather, um, you have to be at least level 80 to get into those heroics. Now, um, some of them, and this is, where we're this is where the whole gear score thing sort of sprouted up. There are some instances that require a minimum level of gear, and that's what it's supposed to be used for, without getting into too much of next week. Um, all Wrath of Lich King heroic instances require minimum level of 80. Nexus and Kahet, the Old Kingdom, Gundark, Culling and Stratholm, um, they have an optional heroic-only boss as well. Some of them, like I said before, require a minimum level of gear, uh, uh, like all the heroics except for Trials of Champions, Pit of Sauron, Howls of Reflection, and the Forge of Souls, they unlock with an average item level of 160. And by the way, right now, that Forge of Souls is my favorite dungeon going. I love that thing. It's the one with the floating head at the end. It actually has two sides. I didn't see the two yeah, sides. Yeah, there's only two bosses. Well, it's not why I like it. I just like the floating head. It reminds me of Doom. Oh. Yeah, one of the bosses in Doom was like that. But you know what? The first time I saw that boss, I was telling you, yeah, it was the guy. And you're like, no, it's the girl. I'm like, no, it's the guy. You're like, it's got two faces. I'm like, no, it does? And so the next time I saw it, I was actually like running around it. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, it's got two faces. Yeah, it switches halfway through. There are also some pretty neat-o facts about using the LFD system. This is uh, kind of cool. Using LFD, you can teleport in and out of the dungeon at any time, provided you're not in combat. You're always going to, and this is not true anymore. It says it always appear at the beginning of the dungeon upon returning. That's not true. As um, you get back into the spot that you yeah. were in, and also, I mean, I was we, I was proven wrong because I thought you couldn't teleport into where the group was, and um, I can't think of her name. Stompalina. Yeah. Thank you. And Stompalina corrected us, and in for the most part, she's right. If you're close enough to the entrance, you are going to get popped back into the entrance. But other than that, you do pop back into wherever your your group is. Um, now, one of the things about that automatic teleport, it doesn't work 
if you are moving on a boat or a zeppelin if you're a horde, or if you're dead. You have to leave the boat, you got to resurrect yourself, then you can teleport on in. But if your cue pops when you're doing one of those things, you know, you should go ahead and accept you it. You should go ahead and accept. And then when you're in a place where you can teleport, you can just right-click on it to teleport yes, in. Yes, correct. Don't think like, oh, it's going to mess up if... Right, it's not going to teleport. In other words, what, what Freckleface is saying is is if you're in an LFD and you're waiting, because sometimes you can wait up to like 15 minutes, and you happen to be on a boat or a Zeppelin or you're dead, you'll, you'll pop up and go, hey, your, your group is ready. Do you want to uh, join it or abandon? Click join, and you'll be put into the group. And let the group know, hey, I'm almost ready to come in, or I got to go res, or whatever the case might be. Take care of that, and then you just hit, hit your little eyeball and teleport in the dungeon. And it'll take you right on in. And that's it's pretty cool. Um, if you leave the dungeon for the ordinary entrance or exit, it's going to return your player to wherever you were before, not to the outside of the dungeon. So don't think you can run on out and be like, let me go outside and then come back in because it's going gonna, it's gonna to port you back to wherever you were before you came in. So it's going to take you on back to where you were. Um, you cannot trade items while in a dungeon except for rare or epic items that are dropped from bosses. And conjured supplies like mage, water, and hellstones. Um, this prevents cross-server economic exploitation. This is the thing you and I were talking about a little earlier about the Arctic fur. That was a hard word to say for some reason for me. Where you cannot trade those items because it's not a boss drop and it's not a conjured item that has no value. Right. One of the disadvantages of that is that if someone ninja loots or they loot wrong on an item that just drops from a mob, right. like they do a lot in lower level instances... No, there's no reroll. That's right. That's right. Now, there's an issue that they have with um, two of the instances because of this issue. Um, in Mechanar and Oldaman, uh, they have an optional content that is obtained by combining particular drops. So if you if you have X, you know, you, you combine three of these drops together, you'll get optional content when those once those three items are combined into one item. Like it calls for somebody once you blow the horn or whatever it is. And what happens is, is since these things get to player A and player B and player C, who are all part of a different battle group, you can't trade that item. And so you have, you know, the master looting takes care of that on, on that issue. So you just have to have one uh, designated person to avoid having that issue. Also, this is kind of cool. Um, and I did this one the other day, and it was pretty neat. If, if uh, the lay guardian, Aragos, is defeated when you're in the Oculus, Oculus, sorry, in heroic mode, which most people hate, and I used to hate, and now I kind of like it because I figured out how to do it. Um, so if you're in a random and you end up in the Oculus and you defeat the Lay Guardian Aragos, uh, the player will be given a cache of the Lay Guardian from the cache of Aragos. So you actually get some extra extra loot for which doing that. Which may or may not contain a mount. Oh, I didn't know that. Mine didn't. Azure, Azure Dragon. Ooh. That's another good there. motivation That's for another, another good reason to go back in there. I like that. I did not know that. It's probably just, what color is the dragon? Azure. Azure, which is blue. Yes. Which would just be like the same dragon as the other ones. Probably. So but want, blue. But blue. See, I want one of the big dragons now. Okay, then you have to, that's a pro, you have to know the difference, like there's drakes and there's proto-drakes. Right, I don't want a proto-drake. And a proto-drake. And I don't want to do that whole nine what strange trip, it's trip long Thing. I have no idea what you just said. Me either. <laughs> it's okay. Now, now, my opinion on why the groups are better now is that 
when they first came out, everybody thought, man, these things absolutely suck. And nobody knows how to play. And what it was is we were so used to playing with our guild mates in different randoms, or different dungeons, rather, that we became complacent on how we played our characters. Since you're throwing yourself into a group of unknowns, it really caused us to pay attention to what's going on in the game and how to play your character to its best ability to compensate for everybody else. So now more and more people are having to do that. So now I'm not saying that you're still not going to get a group that absolutely stinks and you have to kick somebody out. That's still going to happen. But what's happening more often than not is the groups are phenomenal. I hit a, a group the other day, and we must have done 10 dungeons together after the very first one. In fact, the last dungeon we did was the one um, you, were, you came into it, and then it was the one with the Lich King in it. And we started off with the Pit of Sauron and went to there and went to here and went to Hall's there. Hall's Reflection. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had to go You had to go eat dinner. Well, it was like our fourth wife, but I was done. I was like, I was still good to go. Yeah. Yeah, we, that was the thing. And was it Hall's Reflection that it happens in? Uh-huh. And if you mess up on one of the one of the waves, unless you get all five waves done, then you, have to start you start over. all over. Mm-hmm. Well, you left, and I think the healer left. And then, no, no, you left, and the tank left. And then we got another DPS and another tank. And this other tank was just like like Uber tank. And the first thing the tank said was, let me guess, you guys keep wiping here. We're like, well, yeah. He goes, I got this one. <laughs> We're like, it's Clint Eastwood. And um, so he comes in and like he totally, we, we totally get through it. And then we're going through, and the Lich King is chasing us, and he's putting up ice walls, and we're busting down the ice walls, and, he's, and we're, we're killing. And we get to the very last ice wall. And, like, I don't know what happened, but it just seemed like everything that worked before, nobody talked, and it just didn't happen again. And we, and then as soon as we wiped on that one, like a couple of the other people who were with you and I when we first started the whole deal, they're like, all right, that's it, we're done. And so the group fell apart. So I I have to get that one done. I haven't been back into that one, but that's you know. So my opinion on that whole thing is that we've gotten to learn how to play our characters to their fullest extent, to output um, not just the most damage possible, but to understand how to play our players better, how to play our classes better. So my show note here says why they uh, Franco faces opinion on why the LFD groupings still suck. So I'm guessing that you don't agree with me. Well, no, not completely. I do like the looking for dungeon as a tool. I mean, I think it was just an absolutely just phenomenal development in the game. I would cry if I didn't have it. But there are still a lot of things wrong with it. Okay, like for one, you have a really long queue for DPS. Or a healer if you play it the, if you get on the wrong time. That's both for anything. Time is the key factor right there on on how long you wait. Right, but it's to the point now where people will pay tanks or healers to group up with them. Nice. And I just kind of think that defeats the purpose. A little bit. You see, but I haven't had... I've only had one day that I waited 15 minutes. And that was on a Saturday. Like, literally, like, sometimes I play at 3 a.m., so don't get me wrong. And I like hit LFD, and I you know I hit my I key, and I'm in the group, and I'm just like average wait time four minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, well for those of us who keep normal hours, it's What's always three a.m. That's not normal. I'm sleeping. Right. It's like too late to be going to bed and too early to be getting up. I'm up. 
Rock it's too on. early. Too early. Too early. Mm-hmm. But I'm up. Might as well play WoW. Well, you're not normal. That's all I'm saying. Get my pug. Anyways, I think it defeats the purpose. Um, something else that bothers me is that players are allowed to leave group in the middle of combat. And it yeah. screws the group. Yeah, I don't like that. It really does. I've had too many people who have pulled. I was with you in one of those. Yeah. Just, just to be a jerk. And I think if, this is just my opinion, I think if you are going to leave in the middle of combat, you should get an extra debuff when you get back. Not the, not just the debuff of... The deserter? Yeah, not just he can't queue again, just like an actual debuff. I think it should turn you into a chicken. A chicken? It should morph you, polymorph you into a chicken. So when you go to wherever you were... No, because then in like the first like two weeks that it came out, you'd have people doing that all the time just to get their chicken <laughs> debuff. They'd like that. You have to uh, get something that hurts them, like something that does something like res sickness. I say you take gold from them. Well, they don't have gold. Then you're in the negative. <laughs> I like my chicken debuff. All right, that's a thought. We'll put in a we'll put in a petition. <laughs> or or you're just yellow. Like you're a coward. Yeah, turning yellow. Turn that would be yellow. awesome. All right, but on the other hand, like they have this vote to kick feature. Yes. And I think it has too many restrictions for it to be effective. Okay, okay I, I thought but, you just voted. Well, there's restrictions on it though. Okay, give me an example. Like you cannot leave. You can leave during combat, right? Right. But you cannot vote to kick someone during combat or quote shortly after. Uh. And it's not just that, okay, you don't want to boot someone in the middle of combat. I get that. But why can't you vote? Have everyone vote. During and combat then, and then after the combat's over, it subsides, then it gets rid of them? Right. I gotcha. So I was in a Scarlet Monastery, the graveyard. Yeah. What were you like doing in there? little crypt thing. I was loving my paladin. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we had a tank who just decided to be a jerk. In the middle of it, he was like, well, I'm going to ninja. Oh, and we cannot kick him because we're in combat. We're in combat because he kept on. <laughs> he kept aggroing everything in the. He in did. The, I see. That's one of my favorite instances, by the way. Um, and also the 15 minute rule, that is way too long to play with someone who sucks. And what's the 15 minute rule? Like you can't vote to kick someone within the first 15 minutes of an instance. It's okay. ridiculous. I mean, like some, sometimes people will get in there and they will be AFK. Yeah. Or you'll have a hunter who has on aspect of the pack, and they're making everyone get dazed, <laughs> and they won't turn it off, and you can't kick them. See, I was just trying to think of how long I was in um, the group I was with before I got kicked. I guess it was at least 15 minutes. Yeah, it'd have to be. Time flies. It does. I was in it. This is actually kind of funny. I was in it. I did a random. I'm a mage. So you know, random heroic. In vanilla. Mm-hmm. And everyone except for me had really low gear score, like around two or 3,000. So? Well, not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but the point is, like, the tank pulled about three mobs and then died, and we all wiped. Uh, but the healer said, dude, I looked you up, and you only have 1.5 defense, you're supposed to have, you know, 5,000. To the tank or to you? He's saying this to the tank. Okay. And the tank is saying, no, dude, you just need to heal me. <laughs> you know, so you got this argument, like both saying, like, well, you're not really a healer. Well, you're not really a tank. Yeah. What happened is, like, none of none of us could kick anybody. I didn't want to leave because I don't want my 
uh, the dessert above. above. Right. So we all just sat there for about eight minutes until the time, until we could kick. Time to go make a sandwich. Yep. I would have made a sandwich. It was it was weird. What's your favorite kind of sandwich? Almond butter and jelly. Ooh. Right now. That's what oh, I have. That's right now. Yeah. What about Nutella and banana? Uh, don't even talk to me about Nutella. <laughs> Just don't get me started. More like, all right. Anyways, I'm going to start going Nutella and fried banana. Uh, that'd be interesting. Just yeah, a little, yeah. All right, well. You're trying to sidetrack me on my reasons why they still suck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think the 15-minute stipulation is just way too long. Okay. And I just, in general, there's just way too much hostility for no reason in these groups. Sometimes I would agree with you. Yeah. Lately here, though, I've gotten in groups that don't even talk. Yeah, just, I've had that. They're just they running. Just run they it. just know where they're going, and they're running it. Yeah, there's that. They just want their frost emblems, and they want to be out of there. Yep. You know? I mean, it's such a it's such a toss up. What you're gonna get? We got on that one with the spiders. What's that one? Which one? I don't know. It's got spider webs all over it. Um, is either. You were with me. You kept trying to trade. You trying to give me strudels or something. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Soulstone the healer. And you're like, come back. That was Nexus. There's no spiders oh, in there. Okay. So I'm thinking, but the know, spider ones. There's um, old kingdom. Were we getting a one? I don't know. It's, it's one you get into, and everybody. The first thing they say is, like, "You want to do the content? Or you just want to skip to the boss." That's like, um, and then I think it was. You drop down this long hole. Uh huh. That, oh, okay. That's, um, they call it A N. I think you pronounced it earlier. Oh, uh, I tried to pronounce it earlier. We'll just call it A N again. Yes, we'll A-N. go with it from there. Yeah, and, and, you know, you get that a lot. Like, I, I joined one that was already in progress the other day. And as soon as I joined, I got killed because they were fighting one of the bosses. And as soon as I popped in, they're like, Doop, and I'm dead. I'm like, well, what just happened there? I laughed it off, which I think helped me out with the group. Because when I got res and got back into it, I just, you know how sometimes just things aren't working and you're, you just, you kind of fail? No. Yeah, you do. Okay, I do. <laughs> and I just, I was, I just wasn't, I'm like, God, man, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm fail lock right now. And I kind of think because I was able to, to admit that at the time, that they let it, they let it slide for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, go back to the argument that tank you know, if one of them had just said, hey, yeah, I have low gear. Right. Trying to get better. Yep. Can we just try at least? Right. It would have gone over a lot better. And, well, on that particular group, actually, once I stopped uh, sucking so bad. And the other thing, I think one of the reasons after I got going was is I was doing something I wasn't used to. And that was that the um, uh, the main tank wanted me to drop Seed of Corruption on, on everybody. What Seed of Corruption does is you, it hits it, and once it's in there, like 18 seconds later or whatever, it it blows up and causes shadow damage to the target and to all the targets around it. Oh. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a dot with an AOE at the end. Oh, okay. And I'm not used to casting that. So it wasn't in my macros. It wasn't anywhere in my rotation. It was down on my spell bar somewhere, but it wasn't in any of my rotation. So I was kind of having to maneuver around and try to figure that out, but... I got it, you know. It's there, I, you know. If that's what he wants. That's what he gets. I mean, you know, made the guy happy, and we we progressed and we we went through the whole thing. It was cool. Or then, like the other day when I dropped, <laughs> what what was that? Was that Nexus too? When I dropped down that the one hole with all the tree people? No, it was still Nexus. Because I thought I was the last one in the group, and we, I thought I thought you like had paused to make sure I was running along. Because a lot of times yeah. I'll skin something, yeah. I look up and I go, oh man, everybody left me. I got to run and catch yeah, up. Yeah, I had run ahead and then I stopped and then I see you. 
running up behind me, running past me. I'm like, you're like, oh, wait, David. stop! And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, nobody's down here. And then I see, <laughs> and then I see you getting in trouble. So I'm like, oh, I better go help him. I was already dead. So by I jump down. <laughs> yeah, then you're dead. And you all come at me. So then I die. <laughs> so okay, I have like a root and freckle just like splayed out on the floor, yeah, waiting on nice. the rest. Really nice. Yeah. But you know it was okay because I had Soulstone the, uh, and right before there you had said because I'd said I had to go Soulstone the the, the healer. You're like, yeah, it's Nexus. I don't think we're going to wipe. And we didn't wipe. We got closer because you and I both died, you know? So. Once you wouldn't have, you had to run ahead. No, I thought I was the last guy there. I'm so used to being the last one. Don't look at your map. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I was just trying to hold still so I could give you some Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I wasn't re- we're on vent. You could have said that. You could have been like, hey, hold still. I want to give you Pop-Tarts. Don't jump. After I jumped, you're like, don't jump. I'm like, I'm already... Ju- oh. <laughs> you're kind of like that when you give directions. Turn here. Where are you already passed it because you're driving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I forget that I'm on vent. <laughs> or, or do you forget- sometimes sometimes I forget that to actually press the button when I'm on vent to talk. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll talk. And you're like, can you hear me? Can you- are- Root, are you still there? I'm like, <laughs> I'm still here. Wait, like, oh, click. <laughs> yes, I'm still here. Sorry, I forgot to press the button. <laughs> so... Well, I had so many months where I was just like listening on vent without being able to say anything. Oh, that's right. That's so right. So it's like kind of out of habit. I mean, I actually talk. It's habit forming. So yes, that's crazy. Is. So, all right. You don't like them because people are jerks. It's not that I don't like them. I think there are still improvements to be made. And I still get really annoyed at people being jerks. jerks. Peens. I still love it. I love me some LFD action. Cause well, because you know, it's it's like I call it the Forrest Gump of of World of Warcraft. Okay. Because it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And you like that? I do, for the most part. Well, see, randoms are good when you're benefiting the whole random story. Like you're getting emblems yeah. of triumph after you're going, and you're right. getting gear upgrades. And see, this is what Canterface and uh-huh. I talked about the other day. He said you're in the position that I that I like because you're actually having fun. Because you're getting gear, uh-huh. you're getting drops you can actually use uh-huh. in in the randoms. Because he's like decked out in his tier in his tier 150 or whatever he's got. You know, him and Sniper. Sniper's got better gear. Sniper started playing after I started playing. I don't think Sniper has better gear. Than he you. does. Are you sure? I'm have positive. you looked lately? I have. He hasn't played in months. Well, why he not? He played for like two weeks after he hit 80. Oh, and, and then, then he what? Stopped. And then he started getting busy work. I don't oh. know. Oh, he had to go play with Tim Tebow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I've got better gear than he does now because I just you probably do. I like my gear. So, well, all right. So you don't like it because people are peens, and I like it because people are peens. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Let's talk about our add-ons. You know, we we've covered a lot of add-ons. We love talking about add-ons. So, what add-on are you bringing us this week? I don't think you've used this before. I have no idea what it is. Elkano's Buff Bars. I still don't know what it is. Okay. This, remember back in the day I was telling you I used Canon Faces computers and I got hooked on some add-ons? Yeah. This is another one of these, something that he had. Okay. Okay, now when you have your buffs on your screen, what do they look like? My bu- little squares, icons? Yeah, little squares people. and they're like pictures, right? Yes. So if something comes up that you don't know what it is. I got to hover over you it. You got to hover it over, okay? These Buff Bars take away that. Oh. Instead of having a bunch of little pictures in a horizontal line, 
you have a vertical list of buffs and then your debuffs. Okay. Okay. So still a picture? No, no picture. It's just text, uh -huh. and it's in everything has its own little bar, and it's a vertical row. Like a progress bar? Column of, yeah, like a progress bar. So how long the, the buff or debuff is going to last? Right. Like, let's say you have... Same thing EverQuest used to do. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't like know. It. Yeah, they did. So if you have five different buffs on you, it'll sort them by duration. It'll put the, oh. it'll put the one that's the longest up top, the one that's uh, closest to go away at the bottom. But in addition to that, like the each little bar is filled up according to how long and how, you know... Like, if you have one minute left on a 30-minute buff, it's going to show up different on the progress that can right, far right, right, right. than one minute on a five-minute. Now, what about, like, you go in a raid and you get 50 buffs? Well, that one, it, it ends up taking a lot of your screen when you yeah. do that. But there are a few ways to get it to uh, not do that, which, um, you know, the... The default is that, like, each category, they have buffs, debuffs, and trench. Gotcha. When you first get the add-on, it has, each of them has this big label. Boom. And so what you can do is you can right-click on each category, and you uncheck Show Anchor. I like how you're doing the hand motions right now, too, as if our podcast audience can see the hand motions. Well, lots of people do that. It's it's stunning. <laughs> well, it looks good. I can see, see you right-clicking. At least so. I'm not driving. This is true. I've been in a car with people trying to... Self in one hand, trying to do hand gestures <laughs> the other. It's never a good thing. Hold the wheel. Anyways, um, another thing that you can do is change the scale. Oh, so how big the text is itself? Yeah, how big the bars are. I like to take all my scale down to 90%. Or okay, 0.9. 0.9. And it just takes up a little less room. And even though it might take up a lot of your screen in a raid, like you can much easier glance at add all your buffs and see what you have and what you don't have. And then when something new comes up, like that a boss gives you a buff or debuff, you can mm -hmm. see it better. Oh. Um, I just think it's great. I'm hooked on it now. I'll have to check it out because that sounds... I don't want to go back to my pictures. That sounds... I never pay attention to them. Unless I get a debuff and i got to hover over, what, what is this? Right, but like a, a lot of my spells are based on like procs, you know, like, like right. a buff coming up. Right. So I like to be able to see that better. I got stuff that pops up on mine every time I get particular buffs for that. Yeah, I get like a text right across the middle of my screen. I don't know what add-on does it. It's some kind of warlock add-on add -on I've um, got. So got to get in control of your add-ons. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think actually it's called Warlock Add-on Pack or something like that. <laughs> some lame thing. But it works. So. All right. Also, we talked about Sexy Map a few weeks ago. And I don't well, think you I... tried to talk about Sexy Maps. I tried. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Leave it at that. Leave it at that. And so just a little bit of additional information on Sexy Map, which is a little mini map that it's a mini -map. has a lot, lot of neat functions. Um, you can customize the look of the mini map by shape, color, and other designs. So That's just too there. many options. Well, you can go with their preset ones like you that has already designed for you. You can make up your own design. Kind of like themes. Yes. Like Windows hot dog stand from Windows 3.1? No. No. no not happening. All right. No. So that's my tips for the week. All right. What auction house tips do you bring us? Well, mine today, I'm going to dispel a couple myths that I've been hearing uh, oh. during my podcast uh, roundup, I guess you'd call it. Because, you know, I listen to podcasts during either my workout 
or during uh, sometimes during my morning commute because um, radio sucks. That's so. true. But the biggest thing that's going on right now, especially with the auction house, is obviously the remote auction house. Being able to log in to the WoW Armory and access the auction house from your characters there. And in listening to that, I've heard a lot of people uh, from many of the podcasts I've listened to either have wrong information or just not enough information. And, you know, I'm not the expert, um, but I've been using it as much as I possibly can, uh, which is like 25 times a day or whatever it is, um, during the beta test. You know, I hit my limit. I hit my limit like in 10 minutes or 15 minutes this morning. And I was like, oh, I hit my transaction limit. And I thought I would get one up, but I'll tell you about it. Anyhow, myth number one that's going to be dispelled. A level one who does not appear in the normal armory can still access the WoW Armory auction house. So you can still access your mules. Don't You don't have to level them to level 10. They can be level one and still access uh, through the armory. Your character stats, it's not going to appear. It'll tell you, if you go try to look at the, your, your character stats, it says an error has occurred. And you don't get to see your stats. But you still get to go to the auction house. So Fat Wallet uses the auction house, and he's level one. He's never even been in combat. So that's dispelling myth number one, is you don't have to be level 10 in order to access the uh, auction house via WoW Armory. Myth number two is if you are logged into the game, you cannot log into the armory. And I was even wrong about that one. Everybody was wrong about that one. So if I'm logged into the game, and I've already authenticated my computer to be in the game via my authenticator, I cannot then access the uh, auction house via WoW Armory while I'm like in a dungeon or in combat or anywhere else. So a lot of people are kind of crying on that one going, it's going to be unfair uh, for people who have access to this to be in an instant somewhere and, you know, have an ability to use the auction house and have stuff, you know, get stuff off the auction house. So that's not there. You, you one or the other, not both. Um, also, there was some uh, there was some misconception about being able to actually mail stuff to other characters. Can't do it. Whoever you're logged in as, what happens in the top right hand corner? You can choose from all of your linked players that you've added to WoW Armory. And if I log into Fat Wallet and I click on you know I click on a name, there's Fat Wallet. I'm doing all of Fat Wallet's auction house stuff. I cannot mail root anything from Fat Wallet. I can, Fat Wallet can, it's in Fat Wallet's bank or his uh, bags, and that's it. I can't mail stuff. There's no mail function in there, because I heard someone talking about being able to mail it to other characters, and that just isn't there. So those are the three real quick myths that I wanted to, to, to debunk uh, about the remote auction house. Now, if you're not using it, three bucks a month or four bucks, whatever it is, I think it's two ninety nine. they're looking at as, as a price point, well worth it. Absolutely well worth it. Um, the amount of, of, of time that it saves, the amount of money you're making is, is one thing, but the amount of time that it saves is phenomenal. Because usually, the first thing I was doing when I would get home from work, before I would log into Root, I was logging into Fat Wallet, see what's going on in the auction house. Now, I'm doing that at work. I hope my you know the guy I'm working for isn't listening to this podcast. Now, he knows. It's cool. Um, but, yeah, I'm doing it at work. I'm doing transactions at work. I am... Buying stuff, I'm reselling stuff. What I'm doing right now is during the week, I'm buying. And it tells you, by the way, on there, it, it gives you uh, average prices that are on there. You know, because you see here are like the top 10 other auctions going on that are similar to yours. So if you're looking for, you know, a 20 stack of uh, 
uh, Berean leather, it tells you, here they are. Here are the prices. Oh, great. I want this and this and this and this. You're limited to 20 transactions. I thought earlier I could get over by it because I had um, I bought 80. So I had a total of 80 uh, Berean leathers for four stacks. And so I'm like, oh, I'll post four stacks, and that'll be one transaction. No, I counted it as four transactions. <laughs> so I, you know, I exhausted my transactions rather quickly this morning. But I get them tomorrow. And tomorrow I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be picking up more more items, and then towards the end of the week, I'm selling items. Now, uh, Stompolina correctly identified an issue, and that is that daytime prices, which are normally very low in the auction house, are up. They're high. And they're going to be high for probably now on, because what's happening is people are, uh, let's just call it day trading, for lack of a better, a better word right now, but people are buying and selling things in the auction house during the day, and so that is causing the price to go up. And so a lot of times what an old strategy used to be, you know, if you are, uh, if you have access to the game during the day, and I would do this at places, I'd have my laptop with me, and I would log in the auction house during the day, and the price of stuff would be really cheap because you have your not-so-hardcore players whatsoever on during the daytime. And so they don't know what they've got. They're throwing stuff up there to try to get, maybe I'll get 10 gold for this. Wow, it's worth 50 gold. I'll buy it for 10. Now your hardcore players, your uber-hardcore players, the ones who are going to be paying the three bucks a month and are going to be accessing the auction house and they don't care because they got gold. So they're going to be buying stuff left and right and driving that price up and they got gold and they want more gold and all it's going to do is cause the price to go up and up and up and up and up. So we have not hit the cap on the economy, the inflation that's going to be happening. I still think it's a good thing for the game and I'm still loving it. So my tip for everybody, especially during the beta time right now, is get in there and experience it for yourself because it's awesome. Now, in your opinion, do you think a lot of that will change by the time it... What will happen is as soon as it goes live, mm-hmm. you're going to lose a great, uh, a large percentage of people who are using it during the beta who won't pay for it, mm-hmm. um, either on principle, on morals, on economic reasons, or they just don't find the value in it. Um, so that will cause a little bit of price normalization, but the prices are still going to remain high. I think we're in a new era of... of How's how you know how how much things are going to cost in the game as far as gold goes? Um, we're also in a situation where I can come in and if I know, like for instance, um, this morning one of the things I did was I bought my gems for uh, my epic pants that I got in VOA. In VOA, I got some really cool pants in VOA. Apparently, you said everybody wants them, or they just want my pants. Well, you put on Facebook some guy was trying to buy your pants. Yeah, the other, the other warlock in the instance. Oh, the warlock. Remember you did, because you were like master looting in that one. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, ro- warlock, roll. And so I rolled, and I got like a, I think I got a 72. I waited. No one else rolled. I know, and then I got him, and he's like, oh, dude, man, I'll buy those off. And I'm like, uh, no, they're an upgrade for me, <laughs> for sure. And he was like, no, dude, really, I I, I want to buy them off. He was like, great, 10,000 gold. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, they're an upgrade for me. If you want them, you can put, cough up ten gold or ten thousand gold. And he's like, they're worth like a thousand. I'm like, I know. I actually can't tell how much they're worth. They're not something you can trade. They give an item value on them. No. They didn't. Yeah, whatever. Because you can't sell it to vendor. You can't put in the auction house. They'll give you a a decent chain value. Oh, maybe that's where you got. I don't. Know. He said it was worth about a thousand. Said I know. I just pretend like I knew. Well. So I told him I wanted ten thousand gold. He's like, no. I'm like, well, fine. I'm keeping them. Honestly, I would have taken the thousand gold. Not me. I like my pants. 
I'm all I like about. My gold. I'm all about. I get gold easy. I'm not worried about it. Oh, that is easy. <laughs> it is easy. No, I I'm all about upgrading right now because, like, I was in. Even though I said like all the all the groups I get in are really, they're not all good. I got in one where you know we had fail tank because my little warlock was was breaking aggro for the guy. Oh, that's kind of sad. And I'm like, why is he, you know? And of course, I'm like running around, and I had to use my. Uh, it's the Zach key though. I'm doing the hand motion now. <laughs> You're pointing. I am. It's that. It's key. the. Uh, it's the. Uh, the the plus key. I guess it is the equals key. It's my. Um, so can you think of the name of the spell now? It's uh, the spell that I have as a warlock that it hits you and it puts fear into you and gives me life and you go running around Drain like crazy. Life? No, it's uh, one of my. It's like an instant fear spell thing that I've got. I can't think of the name of it. Right I don't now. Know. Someone will correct me and call me. Probably call me like a fail lock because I can't remember the name of the spell. I know where it is on my keyboard. I'm a very keyboard centric player. <laughs> I never do. And I move my stuff all around, so I didn't get it lost, and I don't play enough. Oh, well, I never hit. The, I used to hit it all the time. Like when I was well, when we were on uh, the PVP server, then that that got hit that thing all every time I would see horde they come attack me because it it hits them. What was that? Ticket. <laughs> see, the, it's instant. It hits them. I get life back from them. And they get feared for like five seconds or three seconds, whatever. It's enough time for me to cast fear again on them. Oh. And then just like dot, dot, dot while they're running around. And, and which, you know, I'm just like, all right, now I can drain life by the time you get over here. Or, you know, as they're running back, I'm, you know, hitting uh, my my shadow bolt. So they're dead. But that's how I killed you the one time you and I PvP'd. You're like, pay, pay, pay me. I'm like, no. You mean dueled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember you ever killing me in Once, duel. yes, I did. Killed me on a rogue. I can see that. Yes, okay. I did. And I refuse to ever duel you again. Why? Because I won. I don't have to duel you again. You That's have not to. Fair. No, it absolutely is. I have the win. <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, another request is going to go out to all of our listeners here. Uh, we really want your input on how you feel about gear score and damage meter and anything that is tracking, you know, how much DPS and damage you're doing, um, and whether or not you think that is is just you know ruining the game of World of Warcraft, or if you don't give two shakes about it. So, anyhow, that about wraps it up for this episode of HearthCast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website over at www.hearthcast.com. Remember, our HearthCast hotline is 321-558-7637, or you can always email us at contribute at hearthcast.com or use our website submission form. If you like what you heard, spread the word. Oh, you made a new rhyme. <laughs> Tell your friends and your guildmates, and link to us from your blog will give you a link back. Definitely will, and that's also very good for SEO and SEM. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com.
Love can be. That's how easy love can be. 